Welcome to Clock Choke. We have Kate and Tyra Tolo on the podcast today. They're a part of the new wave of young American grapplers. We talk about growing up in the sport and their experiences as they start to compete in the adult divisions. All right, boys. Well, thanks for jumping on, man. What you guys been up to, man? What's new? Uh, I've trained a lot um, as much as we can, trying to stay sharp. Uh, Been training more gi because we were just kind of on that no gi kick for a while, you know, so it's good to mix it up again, so. It was kind of hard getting back to the the cardios are so different between the two, you know. So getting back in the gi killed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, even even talking about that, going from gi to no gi, like, is it like a? You guys train them both a lot. Is it a huge like shift again? Like like that first week or two, and why? Like, I felt like I feel like this past week I've been training a lot more gi than I have, or this past two weeks than I have, and like. A few months, you know, I was on that, like, I was training Nogi strictly for, like, a while. So, uh, like, these last two weeks were just killing me. I feel like the cardio is just completely different, like, the constant pulling, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a different cardio than Nogi. I think Nogi, there's way more, like, scrapping going on. But, like, Gi is, there's, like a, like, a draining, you know, like, constant pull. That's, like, it takes a second to get back, to get used to again, you know? So, yeah, the Gi cardio is different than Nogi cardio, that's for sure. What do you, I, I know you guys kind of go back and forth and I know you guys are like, you guys are vibing really hard on Noki for like, you know, probably like the last few years, but like, um, do you guys, are you guys kind of just at this point in your life, just like, cause you guys are so, so into the gi for so long. Are you guys kind of like on that Noki wave right now? And then, um, gi's cool, but just like, you're not like super, super duper, like stoked as like, like you were before. I think like for us, we just kind of like, we just like to be able to switch between both, you know, because I don't know where jiu-jitsu is going. Like maybe, yeah, Nogi is kind of taking off right now. Maybe in a couple of years, the gi circuit will start to kind of go like this, you know. Maybe there'll be more prize money in the gi or something. So we're kind of just, we just like to train both and just kind of be ready for whatever's uh, at any time, you know. So that's kind of like what we've been trying, yeah. trying to do. But um, but what's the deal, what's the deal on uh, Ty? Are you like still like, um, are you still like towering over, Kate, is Kate like, is he catching up? I finally was actually catching up. It was crazy because I got like super light for a second. Not super light. I was just like eating clean, training a lot. You know, I got down, I was like 160, like just over 165. And then Kate like gained a bunch of weight and he was like 168 and he got like a couple pounds, like almost like bigger than me for a second, which is like so weird. Bigger than me in like years. Long time. But uh, yeah, so I st- I just started eating a bunch more. So I'm, 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 I'm bigger than him again, so that's good. But uh, yeah, it's funny. It's definitely got closer. It's getting closer. It's getting closer now because because there was like a couple of years where like Ty was like Ty had like there was he had, like, pounds, two inch- like two inches all the time for like yeah. three years straight. It seemed like or something, right? I, I, I had to I had to come back a little bit. He's <laughs> getting dominant <laughs> for a couple of years, so yeah, I had to uh, had to do something. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. What about what about you? What about you guys? Are you guys um are you guys still are you guys still repping like hey we gotta like make sure we like um look like each other and like rep the same hairstyle and all this stuff or is the strategy yeah, like, right now the trend, like, longer, I right, want to try and look way different than the other the other guy. That's what that's I'm gonna shave mine today. Actually, I don't I don't really like the 
the way the curls are looking right now. <laughs> That's the things like whenever I need to like figure out a hairstyle, just like look at his, like, oh, that doesn't look good. Or, like, oh, I know it's good, you know? Like, you know, if I, if I need to figure out what it looked like on me, you know? All insecure, just wears hats. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you don't want to do in life, right? You're like, oh, I'm not doing that. That's yeah, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so good. So you were just talking a little bit earlier. You were saying like, I was like, oh, so what's the deal? You guys up here in Cali or you guys, you guys down in San Diego and that, like you were saying, you guys are chilling down in San Diego and you guys got a place down there where you crash and you, when you train. What's that all about? How's that doing? It's, it's super rad. We just kind of, we come here during the week just to kind of train Monday through Friday. And then uh, on just go back home on the weekends, back to Huntington Beach, just kind of, you know, cruise with the fam and whatnot. But uh I mean, I'm so stoked to be here because it's making training so much easier. You know, like I didn't even realize like how much easier it is to train when you live like a couple of minutes from the gym compared to like, you know, an hour and a half. Like it makes like the biggest difference. So it's just sometimes like, you know, when we have to drive from like Huntington, it'd be hard to like wake up in the morning, you know, and like go all the way to SD and then come all the way back. Just see, it was like such a mission, you know, like half our day was gone by the end, by the time we were done training, you know, so. It's like, I just feel so stoked to just be like literally walking distance from the gym, you know, so. Or let alone, the, um, let alone the energy probably it took just to get in the car, right? Just like thinking about it, like, oh, here, here goes sure. another hour. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's just a whole different energy. Just like even being around more of our teammates and like just around, you know, just so much jiu-jitsu. Like, I'm so stoked to be here. What's, what's, because like, what were you guys doing? Like for the, like most people don't know, but like. Yeah. You guys were like, what was your commute like? And what, how often were you guys doing it over like the last couple of years? Well, when we first came to Atlas, it was like we were driving down like three to four times a week. So it's like hour and a half drive at least. Each you know, way. Each way. So that was like, just took a lot of money with gas. And it was just like, how many times a week? Like three, to, like three to four times a week. Wow. So like that just wasn't, that wasn't like sustained. It was just, it was really hard just to get there. Like spent so much on gas and everything, but uh then we just started kind of uh, staying the night at friends' houses when we could, you know, so we just kind of stay down here for a couple nights in a row. So we're not, you know, always driving back and forth. So we probably did that for a couple of years, but finally got this place. And so now we're just here throughout the week full time so we can just train. You know, and, and it's really making things so much easier. Yeah. Have you guys noticed a, bo- a difference though? Just like mindset, body, just like a lot less taxing, making that shift? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been tripping on. It's like, it's so easy. Like this training and everything is like the lifestyle is like, it's easy. I wake up in the morning and I still have like a couple of hours to like do stuff before I train. You know, like before I'd, I'd wake up, I'd brush my teeth straight into the car, drive all, you know, like so it's so nice to be able to just kind of like wake up, have a couple hours, stretch out, you know, go to the gym. It's five minutes away. Like, yeah, we're stoked. Well, on on your uh, on your guys' side too, the um, like, so what's the, uh, because before you guys used to, mix it up a little bit just depending on what the day looks like you know um what's what's an average day like for you guys now like is it still like um just training you guys mixing up skating or surfing or is it pretty much just all jiu-jitsu right now um no yeah we've been mixing it up I, a lot of jiu-jitsu but we're still surf we brought our surfboards and skateboards down too so we, we're still skating um i'm like skating pretty much everywhere stores to the gym you know and uh, and also surfing when we can so Still, it's pretty much like, you know, same, same, but different. A lot of cool hikes here in San Diego, though. So I've been hiking a lot, too, just trying to do a lot of, like, cardio that way. Just doing a lot of runs and stuff. It's been nice. Nice. Nice, dude. And what, what are you guys into? Uh, so what about, what about now? So now you, guys are, now you guys are down there training kind of, like, full-time during the week and not driving anymore. How long were you guys doing the drive? Was it, like, one year, six months, three years? 
Well, we got tattoos when we were like, what, 13? So 13 to like really only like, I would say, couple years ago. I say we did it for like four years, right? Yeah, like four, like five, like four wow. years. Maybe. Four, yeah. Like, yeah, so like for three and a half years, four years. And so that's three to four years. thousand miles on both of our cars. <laughs> you know? So three to four, three to four years, you guys were making, you guys were making a, an hour and a half trip, three hour trip back and forth anywhere from like two to four times a week just to get training in down at Autos HQ in San Diego from Huntington. Yeah. And I know some people are even like commuting like even further and more often than that, which I think is crazy, but yeah. <laughs> taxing. Taxing for sure. So yeah, we're, yeah, we're stoked to be close now. Right on, man. Well, what's, what's on, on, on your side, what's the, um, jumping in a little bit, what's your, like, I'm super curious and I'm pretty sure other kids are curious more so than other. Like you guys went through a transition. You guys are no longer you know, youth and kids. Now you guys are going into like the teens and stuff and then eventually get to like full blown adult. But like on your side, just from kids, from being a kid and then also training like that into like a teenage like transition, what do you guys think are the biggest things that you guys have experienced um, in just that, in that transition? Um, I, I, the biggest like change the big like like biggest changes you know like things we have to adapt is that what you're saying yes yeah um from from like the, the juvenile kid setting to like to transferring to the adult i feel like, like we're still we're still training like similar similar amounts you know um the, the training hasn't differed as much as how much we're training but like just the intensity of course is like going way up you know and and our training partners are like we we I, it's just kind of weird to think like you know two three years ago we were training with like other kids and juveniles you know and then now we're like trying to you know scrap like some of the some of the gnarlier guys on in the world you know at Atos like Ronaldo and, and Professor and everyone there you know so I guess just like the training and training partners things like that just like the level keeps going up uh, and I think another difference is like the opportunities too because like as a kid like you know like couldn't really like there's only like so much you could do, but even like now that we're like teens, almost kind of coming an adult, like there's just so much more opportunity for us right now. Like just to be able to like go places, travel places, like we'd even just like just moved out, you know, got a, a training house, you know, like like life is changing. It's kind of crazy. I feel like I'm like a, on the road to adulthood. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, now it's like now it's like it's like you, it's like bros. Now you guys are kind of doing it together, you know, as opposed to like you know like before like mom was just making sure that you guys were at the spots to make sure that you guys could perform, you know? So now it's kind of like you guys are a little bit more independent. So it's like, it's interesting, you know, what, what's, what's your guys' take on like the whole, like, cause I know it's a real thing and most people don't really know that it's probably a real thing as much as it really is, but on, on just like on power and versus yeah. technique where it's like, you know, like you guys are probably like finally starting to make a transition to where you guys are getting stronger to where you can kind of compete or at least like um, balance off a lot more adults and teenagers in training. Um, what do you guys think? How's that transition been for me? You guys were like, you guys are training a lot as kids, ultra technical, super scrappy, but like you just like, you couldn't get that extra like power to even like, right, give you the right. edge. Like what's that transition been like? And is it a real thing? No, that I think that's, that's actually been a huge transition for us. And like, I think as, as we get stronger, uh, it's allowing us like to, to perform like more techniques, like more techniques are opening up 
as we like possess more strength because you know when I was younger like I, I felt like I knew a lot of the techniques but I just couldn't do them because like certain strength you know boundaries you know some guys said go for like a uh, I don't say like a barrel or something and the guy would just stiff arm me right like before and I'd have to switch to something else that's why I'd always like combo to other techniques but now I'm starting to feel like we're starting to like kick in like hard bowl strength a little bit more and I'm feeling like if I really want to, I can kind of like secure it tight. I can like force my way a little bit more than than before. So like certain techniques that I wouldn't have been able to get before, I'm like starting to get now. I feel like yes, I think that just kind of like makes you gets you better at jujitsu quickly, like rolling with people that are stronger than you, right? Because then you're you're constantly finding ways to like you, you gotta like substitute you know your strength for more technique. You know, so when you're rolling with people who are stronger than you, like that forces you to use more technique. And I think that's like. That's kind of been our story for like the last, you know, since we can remember. We're always, you know, finding people bigger than us, and we've always kind of like been the weaker ones. So, so it's kind of like the fact that we're getting more more strength now. Like it's it's, it's exciting. You know, <laughs> you know, like working even better. You know, it's you know you're like you got like a new tool. And you're like, whoa, check this thing exactly. out. Like, look at what this <laughs> yeah. thing can do. Exactly what it yeah. feels like. It's like I can do this now. It's like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so classic. And what do you, what do you guys think? Like, what do you guys think the transition? You guys don't know this shit, right? Because you're not there. But like, what do you think? Like, what's your what's what's your estimates on what it's going to be like in the future when like you know you make a transition from like youth and teen to like full blown adult? Like, um, as far as like training is concerned, what, how do you guys think that's going to sh- shake out? Man, I just I just want to get to the point where I can just you know support myself off the jiu-jitsu and it's like just like become an adult and like just make jiu-jitsu my career you know so i think if anything is going to change it's just going to be how hard i train and then, you know just hopefully i can just keep competing and, and having all these different opportunities and you know just keep staying on the right path and, and i think as long as i win I, I, i'm doing something right so i, I just got to keep winning you know that, that's my goal what, what what's your what's your what's your guys's take too on like the um, like it's interesting because like you guys came from like I would say probably the the first wave of the new generation of like um, kids that started training at a younger age um, in maybe Europe and the U.S. It's always been happening in Brazil, but you guys are kind of like the first real generation of people that have been training since they've been like five or seven or something. You know, yeah, um, sure. what's your what's your guys' take on like on the new generation, kind of like your generation of like kind of going into the future of like the next three to five years in in the sport you know like what's your take on you guys and just the new generation that you, you're going to be competing with oh for sure well, I, yeah there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of really tough people like are in my division or like around my division you know like it's not the kid and i aren't going like you know juveniles that are doing this thing training adults you know yeah there's there's plenty of kids our age that are probably been training for like 10 plus years as well you know so i think like I, like when we were kids, around, like when we first started training, like three, three and a half years old, like jujitsu was still super small, uh, like throughout California. Super like, small, but this wasn't. Yeah. There's like only one gym where we lived in, uh, around our area, you know. So like, it wasn't oh, youth, youth training jujitsu at that time was like, yeah, it right. was like tiny, like, exactly, yeah. all over California. Like kids training oh. jujitsu was tiny back then. Exactly. I, yeah, I, think, I think that the couple of kids that have been training this long, like there's for sure a couple of them like around there that are like, a couple of killers that can do. You know, a lot of damage coming up in the next like two years. So for sure that there'll be a couple of kids coming up in the next few years that people that'll shock some people. Yeah, I mean I think that's super interesting because like yeah. you guys like you guys have been like 
you guys have kind of been like the at the forefront of like you guys are almost like the benchmark of like kids that were kind of like the you know basically the the most well-known kids in in the space for like the, on the competition side right so it's like and that's who people know that's who people know you know but like you said like shit there's a lot of there's a lot of kids out there that like you guys might have competed with like 10 years ago or something yeah, but then yeah. maybe in the last two years you guys have been seeing them kind of like hit their stride and you're like oh shit that kid's gonna like we're probably gonna meet that kid in like in a yeah. year or two because he he's starting to like turn up like he, we used to get smashed in divisions before but shit he's looking tough now do you guys see right. that kind of happening more like, no? of course. yeah Tackett's a good example of that like my brother's fought in like andrew tackett like like what five times six times growing up and then and then i remember fighting him at like adcc west coast trials like that's not like a kid's tournament anymore you know and i see like and i had a tough match so I, yeah, we, 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 I think we competed together like multiple kids pans and like kids, <laughs> the kids tournaments you know so and then i see them there at west coast trials and they're like oh whoa like it's like it's like kids pans all over again you know <laughs> like <laughs> but no, uh, I, yeah. I i find it super fascinating because like i don't know let's say like 90% of people that follow like the sport of it, like they might know you guys because you guys are, you know, a little bit more well-known and more popular. Um, and they may not know the packets or whatever the other kids are that are really talented, you know? And then what, what, what makes it funny for me and super interesting is like, in like in a year or two, when like that kid packet or whoever comes out of like the woodworks and like, let's say he beats one of you guys one day or somebody else that's super tough. And they're like, Oh my God, who's this kid? And then yeah, you guys are like, dude, the kid's always been tough. Like, <laughs> like, always, he's always been seen him my whole entire life, literally. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, yeah, there's there's definitely a few undercover, you know, hammers <laughs> out there. <laughs> but uh I just gotta stay on the grind to make sure we're not the nail, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, even even talking about training and stuff, you guys are at like, you know, you guys have you guys don't have any shortage of of like really good training and sparring partners with being at HQ in San Diego. But like, yeah, no, what, what, no. what's your guys' like take on just like um, on some of the, the training and like the stuff that you guys have kind of went through down there and what's been some of like the benefits that you guys like being with like a power team and having really, really good training partners? I, I, I mean, when you have like that many people like in one mat, you know, in one room, like on one mat, like that many high level people, like, um, it's 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 really like trippy honestly there you'll be sitting down and you'll just like like say there's like a big comp class like you'll just look at the mat and you could just list like 20 world champions you know what <laughs> i mean like it's it's just crazy to have that much talent in one room you know so if i wanted to like if you know i could roll with like you know batista and ronaldo and and jonathan and then kind and lucas you know and like and just learn so much from, from all you know each and every guy um and probably get smashed for each and every guy, you know, but uh, I think just having that much talent and that much, like, manpower in the room is, is crazy, you know. I mean, I, and, like, the way I think of it is, like, you just train on people who you can beat until, like, it just comes closer and closer. I mean, who can beat you until it gets closer and closer, you know, so that's kind of, like, going with all those people, like, I just try to train with them as much as I can, because, I, I mean, I'm getting beat up every day, but I know I'm getting closer and closer, you know, being on their level, you know, I mean, and you're, if you're learning from like people of that high level, like every single day, and getting beat up by people like that, then you only get—it's only a matter of time before you get better. You know? So, that's just no, I, I, on your guys' side too. I mean, like, and this is super interesting. And like, I think on your guys' side, the like, you guys train with each other, and I'm pretty sure like you guys have like your battles, and you know, like sometimes somebody gets the best of the 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 other the other guy. But so if you were to compare, like, you know 
training versus like the best guys in the world, Gustavo, these guys, and like gets getting smashed or doing well versus some of them. Like, how would you, how would you define the difference and the competitiveness between you guys training with any of the best black belt world champions in the world of autos versus training with each other and trying to get the best of each other. Like what, what are the, what are those two dynamics? Like, like, and just like, if you guys can kind of explain like differences. Yeah. I, it's they're, they're very similar, except like, there's nothing like training with you though. Yeah. But there's like, yeah, exactly. So I was going to say like, it's very similar. Like I would say like training with time, still, like training with, you know, all of the other world champion high level guys, like, I'm still going just as hard with my brother as I am with these guys, you know, like my, you know, I'm going as hard as I can, but the, like, there's something about training with your brother that like, if you like club them extra hard, you're not going to feel bad. You know, if I was rolling with like Ronaldo or Batista and I just like clubbed him real hard, I'd be like, Oh, sorry, bro. Like I didn't mean that. You know what I mean? Or like, or if, you know, yeah, you want, or if you do something else like a, you know, a sub and like you crank it, you know, on your brother, if you're like, you're trying to finish it, you're not going to feel as bad. If it's like a teammate, you know, it's, 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 it's weird. No, it's true. Though. No, it's you, know, you know, you try and crank subs all the time, and I like I let stuff go on you. You know what he'll do is like I'll, I'll, put, him tight, I'll, I'll put him in a tight. You know what he'll do? I'll put him in a tight sub. You know, like to a point of like where it won't go anymore, like an armbar, and he won't top, and I let go, and then he thinks he escapes. <laughs> I, mean, like, I could have broken your arm, but I just let go. You know, you're like that's not that's not an escape. I let go. <laughs> like, but you guys are, but would you say, would you guys say you guys are kind of like opposite? Like you guys are very similar in the sense of like training styles, but like definitely a little different in like, maybe like, like you said, maybe like Kane might go like a little bit like harder, like more aggressive <laughs> on some stuff. And then like maybe, and you guys will probably say the same exact thing about each other. Right. But like, you guys yeah. feel like you guys do have like a little different tendencies where like some one guy, one guy might be a little bit more aggressive and kind of like, like crazy a little bit. And then the other guy's yeah. like, a little bit more chill, but then kind of like a little bit more sneaky, also, you know. Mm-hmm. For that, that's kind of yeah, that's pretty much how I roll to go. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. It's funny because when I roll with him, it's like it's always like we know like our every move and like it's like kind of like it's a, it's like a really scrambly roll because like we just move a lot, you know. But like we see like a lot of this stuff we do coming, you know, just because you know we grew up learning all the te- techniques and you know. Like, every technique that he learned, I was, like, probably there for, you know? Like, I can't remember, like, a class that, like, he was there that I wasn't, you know? It's, like, we've always been learning the same stuff at the same time. So, we're literally, like, the same person. We just use it differently, you know? Like, we have the same information. So, it's funny. It's, like, when I roll with him, I, I see everything he wants to do. And then, like, when I roll with other people and other people roll with us, they're, like, we're doing all, like, these crazy it's movements. New. But, like, it's not so new for them. But, like, it's really, like, oh, this stuff's, like, that crazy. Like, we just been scrambling, like. Yeah, our whole lives, <laughs> you know, it isn't scrambling, you know, so. Yeah, no, I think, I think I was, um, I forgot who I was listening to. I was listening to like some kind of podcast or something. And that was like one of the things where he's like, you know, like I was trying all our moves and like, I was getting like, I was getting like, I was scared because like none of them, like when I try them in the gym or I try them with my, my teammates, like none of them work, you know, like they shut them down because everybody knows the same game. But then like, once you go train with like a new crew or new people, like oh some of this actually still works like, right. for sure for sure you guys got yeah. that or like stuff Absolutely. you work on kid and tie that shit will never work but then when you pull that off in the gym since they don't have as many like looks at it like you can pull it off a, a darce is a prime example exactly you know like I, I feel like i can't darce time for the life of me and like the other way i can't even remember the last time you, you darced me or i darced you i think i actually darced you kind of recently 
I did. I caught him recently. Let's be honest. You're like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Maybe you caught me like once. But usually, yeah, it's really hard to darts each other. Like almost impossible. But but in training, it's like probably the the move we hit most, you know. So that's that's like a prime example of that. What about Darcy and the Darcy and the Gee? Do you guys like do you guys like it still, or is yeah, it just yeah. like a little, little, little more difficult because like of the I think of it's the I think it's it, it almost works better sometimes. But like kind of Darcy that are like more difficult. The Gee, I would say like are the ones like where you have to like dive for them. Yeah, right. Sure. When you do like the diving Darcy, that might be a little difficult. Like, say, like I think it, draft, draft. I think you hit it on too, right? Like most people that do Darces, like ah, it's not so good in the Gee. But then I yeah. think like like and then I think like you said specific angle of darces and like for sure it's not better in the gi like it's better no gi but then the, the reverse of that like there's some actually really good darces that are probably better in the gi right in the gi yeah it's more traction it's yeah. to say it doesn't work in the gi it's like saying like a, a, a arm triangle doesn't work in the gi of course it works in the gi you know <laughs> like they both work it's just you know you just gotta find a good setup for it yeah. no it's only i mean on, on your guys on your guys side too like what's what's worse What's worse if you guys are like in competition, like mode, if you guys are getting close to a competition and like, for whatever reason, like you want to go into training and you just want to do very good against Jonathan or whoever the, whoever's the, like the toughest guy in the gym and you just have your target. I'm like, Hey, I want to win today. Or I want to just have this like, like uh, line up and match up well. Or the reverse of that is like, you guys train with each other. And like, you're like, Hey, like I have to beat Kate today or I have to beat Ty today. Today has to be my day. Like I have to, like what bums you out more like not like not so much like not so much like you know like all oh, your bummed out of your brother, but more so like you 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 beat yourself up more because you didn't perform like versus each other or versus like someone high level at the gym. There's nobody I want to beat more than my brother if he beats me. If he beats me in the moment, yeah, in the moment. If he beats me, then there's nobody in the world I'd want to beat more than in that moment. You can put oh, Nick so the Nicky in front of me and tell me like if I fought him I'd beat him you know <laughs> or you could bring my brother and I'd take my brother you know like <laughs> no one else want to beat more than Kate but like but at, but at the same time like say we were like on a fresh start you know like we both were about to go train I think like if we were to lose against like if I were to lose to you I don't really care that much at first but like the part <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean you gotta keep it mellow then yeah, 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 it's a tension rises. It's not like immediate, you know. <laughs> so you're, I'm, 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 like, kind of going back to it, like, like it's cool. Like you guys are after you're done with the role. Like it's not like yeah. it's a big deal, but like more so like how it's like baking in your brain and inside. Exactly. Yeah, okay. It's the worst when Kate does it because he'll just <laughs> talk about it. You know, like for the rest of the day, like oh, time. Remember when I did Darcy? Like, <laughs> how was that Darcy? <laughs> that. He just talks about it, you know. Yeah. And that's when I like that's when I get like, all right, uh, I'm ready to train again. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah, you're like, like you're just like you're like I can't wait till later today or t- tomorrow because like like I can't take it. Like this is like like at least at the gym, if you get caught in armbar by Gustavo or something, they're like, yeah. ah. it was like Kane. Like, like, like oh, I should have won. Crap, you know, you know? Like, 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 over it. When we're kid, you're like all day. He's like, dude, I can't believe. Like, how would you even leave your arm like that? That's just such a dumb move, you know? It's almost like a toxic relationship. Like, like <laughs> you just talk so much, you know? Blue. So I can get I do. It's true. That's, that's one thing I, I I love to like to talk after I sell them if I if I catch them, you know? Like, I so like if you're I if, you guys, if you guys are to comparing like talking shit like game like uh-huh. Kate Kate versus like Ty. 
Cade, like what belt level was Yuki and then what belt yeah, level would tie sure. Well, I don't even pretend like mine's good. Like he he, he, he talks for sure a lot more shit than I did. <laughs> like Cade's like for but, sure, but, like kind of like brown to black belt almost for sure in shit talk. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, I'm a low key banger when it comes to I just uh, let him talk and just take out my frustrations on the map. <laughs> That's like, it's true. Oh, uh, so good. What, uh, what, what's, what's like kind of going into like this year and next year? What's your guys' um, what's your, what's your guys' like focus as far as like Nogi stuff and the future of like what you guys are hoping to play with in this next like year or two? Yeah, so with the next year too, for sure, ADCC, you know, it's, it's going to be uh, at the top of the list. Um, also, uh, next year is going to be our first uh, year as an adult. So we'll be 18 next year in January. So that'll be the, the end of juvenile. So that's also another thing I'm looking forward to. And then so wild. being into the, the adult scene, finally, guys. It seems like it's been so so far away for so long, but it's fun. now it's like finally in the, in the near future. Crazy to think, right? yeah. Yeah. It's in the near future, so... So we're excited for the future. Yeah, so, but yeah, definitely ADCC at the top of the list. Um, also, Grapple Fest. Um, definitely gonna, gonna go, go back there to, to Liverpool and compete again. I want to get my brown belt and win brown belt key worlds too. That's definitely oh, cool. sick. Brown belt, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I've I've always wanted to win key worlds. You know, like I like every belt, you know. And but for sure, like brown and black, I feel like are just like you win brown belt worlds, and it's like, like that's like you know, it's kind of a big deal. Oh, like you're one step away, you know. So, yeah, maybe next year if I can get my brown belt, and then, you know, if that's possible, then for sure that'd be a big goal of mine. Absolutely. But that, that and ADCC are my two biggest goals for, for, for the short future, for the near yeah, future. I think, I think we were talking about this a little bit too. I'm like, you know, of course everyone has their their opinion and what what they think, but like I think we we're like kind of talking about like brown belt, black belt worlds. Like, what do you what's your guys like take and my, my take on on like just the the belt system, you know, like, I think we've talked about this and, you know, if you're at a level to where you can compete at a, at a high level with black belts and perform, you know, um, what do you think? Like, like, you know, that there should be maybe some, um, some, at least a conversation, uh, as far as like when you can get your purple belt or brown belt, um, because, you know, you might've been training 15 years and, you know, there could be an adult guy that trained that started at 18 and he could be training for six years, you know, and he Absolutely. could get his brown belt in like yeah. six years, you know, right, whereas right. you guys like just because of the antiquated belt system yeah. and you guys might have the same skill set, the same, you know, maybe even more techniques. You're still competing at a high level. And of course, we're only using this for the small percentage of people that can perform with the highest level, not everybody. Sure. Um, you guys think that's like one of those things that kind of like, like, and then, you know, it's kind of bum- not bums you out, but just like at the same time, you're like, man, we wish we could like, compete against brown belts and stuff because we compete against them in the gym every day anyway yeah. exactly i mean i think that if they took all the all the kids that competed in the kids pans like the first year that i did and they, they yeah. got that. all the kids that competed 2004 or 2005 you know? i mean, I mean uh, 2008 what was the first year i don't even remember but, but uh Six. yeah but I, I think there should be something you know because we've we've kind of been i don't want to say like getting held back but you know like there's definitely like, a lot of situations like that where, like, you know, kids... No, you guys have for sure been getting things. hold back. You don't have to say that. I'll say it. For sure you it. It's ridiculous. Like, you guys should be black belts. Like, of course, I, there's I, a, I, there's the restrictions, but, like, yeah. you guys should be black belts. I mean, there's, like, you guys are beating black belts yeah. up every day. For sure. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah, I think, like, the, re- the, re- the whole, like... the uh, I feel like the whole reason for the restrictions was for guys that would, like, 
you know, just jump the belts and like guys like BJ Penn who like won black belt worlds and got his black belt in four years. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was like the restriction for people to spend a certain amount of time at each belt. So they couldn't just, you know, skip straight to the top, which I get that. But then there's, there's like a different story where there's, you know, like my brother and I have been training for almost like 14 years, almost, almost 15 years, you know? So, which is longer than a lot of black belts. So, like, yeah, for sure. It's kind of like contradicts itself, so you know. What I mean? it's, it's kind of like a tricky subject. But. Yeah, I know. You, you guys, you guys have always been good sports about it. You guys always like pull like a really good like um, middle position on some of this stuff, you know. And you guys have always been super respectful in in that. And I think me more than anything, it just it just bums me out that like kids that a very very high level, you guys are just examples of, and there's many more um, are kind of being punished because like you guys are um, you guys are the exception to like the rule and I think there should be a little bit of like exception to the rule and maybe there's some liability issues whatever the issues may be from the federation but regardless I think like if there's a 10% percentage of kids that have been training 10 12 years like I don't see why like you and you guys are competing at a high level why you can't compete with an adult that started and has only been training six or eight years and he gets to compete at brown belt or black belt it yeah. just blows my there's mind there's something that should be i think talked about it's something that like we haven't put much thought into like actually like what could be done but i mean there's something definitely i think should be done because there's like so many kids in that situation so like there's definitely a lot of kids out there that, that are you know blue, purple belts that can definitely go give a, a run for the money at the, at the top, top level brown and even black belt you know uh no i know for sure yeah. i think i think i think it becomes one of those things where it's like and i think it's like it's kind of wild and you know this is not even this is not even your guys's like position because you guys just compete and and fight and do your thing but it's more just like i just think it's so wild that you could be like you know you could show up in a in a black belt division in like your first year and like you could demolish or you could show up in a brown belt division in first year and you could demolish and most people wouldn't know who's who you were with these other people were like wow like look at that guy like he's just like crushing everybody where did he come from you're like dude he's been training since he's five like he's been brown belt he's been brown belt for like five years because they can't give him his next belt like exactly (laughs) yeah i mean there's always a few of those there's just something that needs to be done maybe like if you have proof of when you started jiu-jitsu like if you you compete at these certain events like you've been competing this long okay you're probably good enough to i don't know it's, it's a hard situation because you know it's just there's a like a lot of ways it can be interpreted but you know it's for sure I think something that should be fixed because, yeah, like you said, it just sucks to be in that position. Because like <laughs> it's, it's just it's just super awkward. Like Nogi, we, we can fight guys, you know, like at the top level. The guys like you know Paula, who's who's been in the Black Belt Worlds Finals, you know, and, and guys like Rosato, exactly. Like the guys that have already been there in the gi, but uh, it's like we can fight the Nogi, but it's like we can't fight them gi, you know. So it's kind of like <laughs> that's the weird part for us. Um, but you know our time's coming. It's just not too far away. Yeah, no, I think you guys are like right on. Like, like you're saying, your time's coming, and it's not too far away. And that's yeah. that's the exciting part about it. And I think it like uh, I think it just like I think it just creates this like I don't know for me for me anything that's like changing is becomes like super interesting. Whether it's good or bad, or you're on the left or on the right side. Like I just think like interesting change is like always kind of like new. And like I think for me that's the like, that's what I get stoked about is like, you guys are at the forefront of like this new generation. And, you know, of course, like the old generation kind of like hold supreme and they like kind of control the system, you know, but like right. what the, what the system is and like what you guys and the new generation can kind of do is kind of like 
help transform kind of what the what the new standard is per se you know and i think um i think we've talked about this before where it's like oh before like the ultimate competitor like you want to win every single belt level from like blue purple brown black and then be world champion every single belt level and that's like that's kind of like the way the narrow mind that like everybody was kind of like taught for a long time and i think like i think i think we both thought like that also for a certain period of time and then like you know as you grow with time you start to have your own thoughts your own ideas and things change um i think me and you me the last time we kind of hung and had breakfast it was like like well like is it really that important to win blue belt championship (laughs) like is it really that important to win like purple belt world championship i was like is it really important to win brown belt world championship and then i think even like i think we had a conversation it was one of those weird conversations where it's like since we're the sponsor like i don't know how many sponsors like think like us but it was yeah. like it was, it was like guys you guys sure you guys even want to do that shit like it's kind of boring like if you guys want to do it and you guys want to like get it for your own personal like goals cool like there's nothing wrong with that but like like also like we didn't want it to be like this like burden we're like ah oh, well i have to like get purple belt world championship or else like i'm gonna bum out my sponsor blah 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 so it's like it was just one of those things where i thought like it's an interesting time in grappling because like we're at that transition phase where like some of those things may not matter as much as they used to to specific people and then i think uh what was your guys take on that like you know uh, yeah, yeah i think times are changing in jiu-jitsu for sure and it's funny because i remember you i mean you've been there like pretty much our whole jiu-jitsu career and i remember like when we were probably like what 10 11 12 just like saying how much we, we wanted to win like every single belt color like in a row like all we wanted to be like the first ones to do it you know and all that stuff so like this is even till a few years ago this, this was like our main goal you know? yeah but then i started like and then like kind of i started thinking about more like reality like okay like it would be cool to train really hard and gi and win every single belt color and 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 spend however many how long it would take you know like, i wouldn't get my black belt so i was like whatever 19 20 like it's you know that road is so long and like not going to be really, really making any money from it most likely or maybe i could start doing a little bit more nogi you know <laughs> and then, like start doing the nogi matches and make money and then like that is kind of like as i got like older that's like more like it was like more of like reality like i could like be making money like this is kind of like a job you know and i still want to do those things like get all my world titles and everything because you know, those are my goals from a kid but now i'm thinking like now i'm just thinking like as far as like you know if i got to support myself at some point you know i'm going to be turning 18 you know pretty soon so or next year but you know still, still got to be thinking about these things so no, sure. it's, it's definitely changed what, what's well, what's your what's your guys's what's your guys's take on like the on the transition of it because like you know like i don't i don't know like anybody and like I, like not too many people have been able to handle the pressure and the transition of like you know becoming being very popular as a teen or i mean as a youth and kind of going into teen then going into adulthood you know so it's like for the most part you guys have had your fair share of like let's call it haters or let's just call it doubters or naysayers right like it's like like it's 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 the story that everyone's kind of waiting like unfortunately since you guys are kind of like well known and kind of at the top people want they want to see like if it, it can maintain, right? So they're right. like, oh, just wait till they become teenagers, or just oh, just wait till they become adults or black, whatever that conversation is. Like, what's been like your guys's like motivation and ambition just to kind of like stay level-headed and try and like move past this over like the last five years? Because I think you guys have done like unreal, like, and I think most people say the same, you know, that I've talked to. So. I, I, 
the thing is, like, I think our goals have always been, our goals have always been so high. You know, like, they haven't been, like, our goals wasn't to, like, win or get to the semifinals of ADCC. You know, like, that was never my goal. You know, like, we both wanted, we both set our goals so high. Like, so, like, like what we've already done, like, it's not like we're, like, just happy with that and, like, content with that. You know, it's not like, that's not how we look at it. It's, we still have so much more to do. For like, sure. I mean, my goal is, to, you know, to be one of the best, like, ever. You know, like, most full time ADCC World Champion. I think we're just, we're both just such, so, like, competitive beings, too. You know, like, like I, like, eventually want to be, like, the best, you know, like, considered the overall, the overall best. And I think, like, growing, uh, like, growing to be that, that person, uh, I was just losing my train of thought. I literally just, I was had exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> no, 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 what was I going to say? What was the topic? What was the topic? I don't know what I mean. What you just said. No, you guys are saying, like, you guys are, your goals are so high to be the best ever and, like, right, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been so high that like growing up, like I didn't like fizzle, like fizzle out because like I kept. I never made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like ah. I didn't make it yet. You know what I mean? So like I, I hadn't like achieved what I wanted to achieve yet. I think that's why I think people that like who had set it's good to set like small goals too, but like I still haven't achieved my overall goals. You know, so I think just that I haven't. And, and like like I said, we're so competitive and like we're just like, not one to stop. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like I'm probably not gonna stop until I achieve that goal. I think I, I think you guys hit it right on the nail and like you guys like said like your your dreams are like probably like bigger than probably anything you can even imagine right and like right. probably to get there is gonna like you guys are probably drive yourselves crazy getting there you know mm -hmm. but then I but the 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 reverse of that probably compared to other people that have had seen similar success that you guys have seen result wise you know um maybe like they get a little bit more deterred because like. They got right. like the nugget, they got the nugget of like gratification saying, oh, I yeah. got there, you know, like they're like, okay, now let's charge up together the next one. And then maybe for you guys are like, uh, yeah, I got like that role title. Or, oh, I beat that guy. But like, unless I can perform and be here, like I'm still like 20% or 30% of where like, where I, where I even need to be at a hundred percent. Is that kind of like exactly. the vibe? Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Okay. For sure. And what, like how, how, how much, how much, how much of an impact is it to have like each other as well and like kind of like kind of like always checking each other because most people don't know like like you guys are like ultra like harsh on each other like where it's like <laughs> you know you could have like won you could have won the tournament you could have like seven fights or eight fights and it could have been your best performance ever and then like they don't know like how like gnarly and like mean you guys are to each other behind <laughs> the cameras you know so what, yeah, what, what sure. like how, how, how do you think that's helped you guys like feedback wise and kind of keeping you guys grounded well i mean i mean just a good just example of that like after adcc like kate like wasn't happy <laughs> with me like after adcc he was like he was like ty you made so many stupid <laughs> mistakes like he was like he was like so mad like if i, I wouldn't i would have never done this i would have done it like this he goes i would have been in the finals like all of it like you know like he wasn't like happy for me after adcc <laughs> you know like like i think that's also like mentally why we like mentally became strong too is because like just growing up even like even if it was like a grappling x you know like i remember setting goals as kids where like if we wouldn't submit the kid you know in, in the match like then we we'd we'd just be like dude what, you what a shitty performance what a shitty performance <laughs> you know i mean like like we've always like just, like trying to set our goals crazy high so that we could you know, at least if we don't achieve it you know fall short and that's still above you know yeah 
average or we've kind of like almost like I, it's not like I don't want to say bully, but we've kind of like almost bully each other, like you know, <laughs> like, like our inside life. So you know. You're like it's pretty much just bullying. You're like we're we're pretty much like the, the gnarliest bullies to each other. Yeah, exactly. Not to other people, but to each other. You yeah, guys are like mad else, and yeah. harsh. Yeah. And do you think do you think that's helped? Do you guys think that's in all honesty? You guys think that's like really helped because you guys are probably like super hard on yourselves already because your goals are so high. But not only that, you have like your brother who's probably has like just the same amount of goals, but he's even like more gnarly because he's fighting through you and he knows right. how like your potential. And then like, he's kind of like, dude, like what, like what, what's the deal? Like, like you, lo- you didn't lose for you. You lost for both of us. Like yeah. there's like all this like crazy amount of pressure, you know? For sure. No, there's definitely like, we put a lot of pressure on each other. I feel like, and especially I think it's so important that, to have each other like, like this, because uh, like if you like, when we reflect on, on our performances and stuff, it's like, sometimes like we'll like miss certain mistakes, certain details. Like, I'll make sure if I if I have a performance and I, I thought like oh I, I did so so but like Ty will find every little you know milliscopic like why are you doing that like what are you, what are you doing there with your leg you know like anything like any little jab he can take at me to like try and put me down he's gonna he's but gonna it's not do, putting you down but it's not so much putting me down it's just trying to find every little mistake that I've made you know but the way he the way you portray the way it, I yeah I like I may say it in like a mean tone but it's all in like. At the end of the day, like we do nothing, we're just but, trying, like, you, but because you say it like that, yeah, that mean tone where you like, I just yeah. want to rip your head off, it like sticks and sticks, <laughs> sticks and, yeah. and like I remember it because of that. So, like if you were to say, oh yeah, I fixed your leg there, I'm like, oh yeah, you know I probably should do that, and then like, you know I forget it. But when he's when he's telling you, dude, you idiot, put, put your leg, you know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he like he knows exactly what chords to strike to kind of exactly. get you jamming and like. Like, you yeah. guys know exactly what you guys are doing because yeah. you guys have done it, like, your whole entire life. And now it's, like, you know exactly what to say to be, like, for it to sting, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. Or, uh, what's, your, what's, your guy, what's your guys' take, like, on um, just in general, like, coming out of it? Like, like what are some things you guys have thought, like, in general, like, in, like, kids and youth jiu-jitsu, like, over your period of time and kind of where it's at now? What are some of the things that, like you see that you kind of like um, that that's happening and what's some of the things that you guys wish you things that could speed up and things that you guys wish you could like implement if there was ever some change in not even so much the sport, but just even in, in, in inside the gym as well, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, kids, it, kids are just growing a lot and, and like, is growing a ton and uh, giving more opportunity to like, you know, the kids who, who deserved to you know to compete at those highest levels i think like that would be cool because i know you know there's so it many seems kids. like they kind of have like the, the the kids this younger kids dialed you know but like growing up to, to around like once the kids start getting like to a high level where they could actually start performing and like uh like like this like what we were talking about earlier like in higher levels but your age and, and your belt's holding you back i think maybe doing something about that rule set um that's probably like the biggest thing that i can think of like right this is pretty pretty good to me though <laughs> I, I, I love it so i think i think yeah everything's pretty pretty solid i hope this whole quarantine this whole cur- like corona thing doesn't doesn't do too much damage on jitsu i know there's a bunch of like gyms closing and everything so that's scary what, 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 uh, if you if you guys had to say like 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 things you wanted to like change and transition and like have somewhat of a legacy on you know like thinking of like the future of it What's things like right now that you wish like, or things that you help hope you could 
kind of like have a stamp on and transitioning, assuming you guys reach your, your goals and, you know, the next five, 10 years, what are things you, you hope to be remembered for and, and, and help shaping? Um, I mean, if, if you could shape it in any way, always change it. So you're asking what we want, well, you're saying what we'd like, like to be known for, like in the next five years, like what we are known for. Like yeah, yeah, just like, you know, like, let's say, let's say like, you know, I don't know, like Mendes Brothers and those guys, yeah. like they're, they're known for opening like a really nice gym and like maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and then like, whatever, like that was their, that was kind of somewhat their, their legacy and Bouchesh is like winning 15 titles or whatever, however many he won, you know? Like what stuff that you guys would hope to kind of get to one day uh, and be kind of like known for like advocate wise, like of course role titles and becoming the best, but is there anything specifically you guys would hope to transition and people to like kind of like hope or is it, is it, is that a little too heavy for right now? No, 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 no. You got me thinking. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I haven't really put too much thought into that, but I mean, I guess being the best brothers, it, it, ever was in jiu-jitsu that would be cool that would be a cool you know legacy that would end on yeah that would be, be considering like the best brothers to ever yeah. maybe maybe it's ironic because there's so many like good brothers in the sport <laughs> you know there's so many there's so many like the meows and the mendos like there's so many guys like that stuff off, but just yeah but, yeah i guess being like the, the best you know best brothers in the sport and and not only that how epic would it be so i was just actually just talking about this with uh, I don't even think I was talking about these, someone else, but uh, we were just talking about it. It'd be so epic if we could like do a, a, a legit match between us, like like a division, put us on opposite sides of the division, and say we made up, we like made up in the final and actually fully scrapped, you know, or like for <laughs> like money, like wild with stakes and everything, you know. So uh, I think because <laughs> because we both are so competitive, it's not like we're gonna like do a fake match, you know, like. <laughs> like like if we got to that scenario, we would scrap for sure, you know. So I think that would be so awesome. good. <laughs> a, a crazy super <laughs> so fight, sick. you know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, we fought twice before in college, but it's been like well, in house, you know. It's not like yeah, but more for fun. But like this is like this is in a perfect world after we both made it in one world championships, you know what I mean? Just like a crazy yeah, see who is better. Super fighting. Like, imagine like Dean Hoffa fought. Exactly, exactly. But just like. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> I would be saying. Yeah, I think like I, I, I think that's so wild, and it's so like because I like me personally, I, I know why teams close out. I think it's the most whack thing in the in, in the history of the role, you know. Absolutely, um, for, especially for spectators, you know. Maybe not for like team coach drama, you know, but like as far yeah. as like they want jujitsu to be a sport, but then you can't even have a you can't even have a finals match uh, on the main right? day, you know. Like, I don't it's even so know whack. I don't know how there's drama in that. Like at the end of the day teammates like if it's competition one guy wins you know and if you lose whatever your teammate was better than you that day there's nothing to be you know all buttered about like that. i don't know why people decide to close out before you know running the risk of having any drama or anything like i mean I think the, old, the only the only risk is the loser's ego that's like the 100 <laughs> percent. like you're that's the, the loser's ego that, and like then like the, the then the coach or the head of the team has to like deal with his drama and like yeah, pat him exactly. on the butt after and be like hey you know like I know I didn't pay attention to you that much in training camp, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this time yeah. the next one's going to be different. Like it's like it's the yeah. big team bullshit that like no, you know absolutely. like that big coaches have to deal with. You know we don't have to deal with that because we're not a big coach, and I would never want to be a big team coach because they got to deal with that bullshit. But like, yeah. but like yeah. if you, yeah, you just let them fight, if you just them. let them fight and be like, hey, shit, like made the best man win, like you know, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I think it's like one of those interesting things where it's like 
like like you guys are going into a new phase and like you said like like maybe that's one thing maybe it's like no more closeouts you know like where brothers are fighting like whatever like if he beats me he beats me wow that could be a total you know total drive right there it's like if the brothers will fight my teammates gonna fight they're like dude like you know and then i think on the on the opposite side of it i think it's like it's one of those interesting conversations where it's like what's the future of grappling what's the future of events especially with this kind of like covid stuff like at that point is like is that at that point is like Tyro Tolo doing like a YouTube, a YouTube stream by themselves with like packet because they're the, they're the two kids that are like well known. And there is no more, like, like There's maybe no there more. is a federation that still exists. That'll never ever change. Of course. But like uh-huh. maybe the difference of like how people make money, you know, and right. how people like they, they get their audience in. It's like the power's taken away from everybody, you know, brands, federations, you know, media. And it's more like, it's like Jay-Z and Kanye are like, hey, we're going to like do our own record label and like, we're going to just like put it on YouTube for free. Like, and it's just like, it, it shakes up the industry, you know, like I'm not saying that the industry is ever going to change and these, all the big power players are never going to be around, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's this new generation of change that like the old people can't even really think about because they, they don't know any other way, but it's like, hey, yeah, of course. you're saying you're like, oh, brother's closing out. That's wild. Like who would do that? Like, oh, it's a new generation. They're just doing this. Oh, like, they're not even fighting at these tournaments. They're just like YouTubing matches and they're just like, you know, they're making like a thousand bucks from the stream or whatever. And like, that's how they're going to get paid, you know? Uh, so okay. it's just like, it's super weird and wild, but it's like, like you guys said, it, it's like just so interesting what new times are going to be, you know? For, for sure. It could go in any direction. Like, yeah. <laughs> but this is all so we know. Different. So I'll tell you what, we're just going to adapt to whatever direction it goes to. We could be in the, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. But I think uh, what's most like, Naya's not here because like, she, she's probably like modeling for like Abercrombie and Fitch or like <laughs> Uniqlo or Nike or something. But what's what's like? We, we got to give her a little plug because like there, there's gonna be one day where we're gonna all probably be working for her and like we're gonna yeah, ask, know, ask right, her to like throw us on her feet or something. So we gotta show her some love now while while we still got a little <laughs> bit more juice in there. You know what's she been up to? What's Naya been up to? And how's how's that been? How's she been? Oh, she's been great. She's just been uh, I mean, this been the, the whole modeling gigs and all that stuff's been slow, obviously, with the virus slowing everything down but um no she's been good just chilling at home with the fam uh surfing sur- while she can everyone's healthy chilling yeah bless it's nice it's nice, still the, it's nice still the boss or she's still rocking around like saying, she's, saying hey this is how, how it should be this is how we should run things kind of deal or is that changed she's, she's always running it i don't think it's ever gonna change <laughs> There's, there's no way it's gonna change. I don't know how to, to create to create a change. Like, <laughs> she's, she's there's long, two of man. you guys. There's two of you guys, and you guys have a hard time. What's the no, best? We're in San Diego, and I'm just like, wow. I don't have like, well, Maya tell me what to do. <laughs> like, it's weird. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like, you know, like on vacation. <laughs> no, but I miss her. I love it, man. She's the best. Oh, I, 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 and let's close it up, guys. But I think on the yeah. like, um, we're gonna close it up. But like, and um, what's um the last one for you guys? Like, and I think most people don't know, and like anybody that meets you guys, like they say exactly the same thing. Like, in all honesty, like you guys are probably some of the most respectful kids and most humble kids in like the whole entire sport. Like, and like everybody says that, and like with all the success and stuff that you guys have had, and all the adversities and, you know, and taking on the position of like being like advocates for kids jujitsu and that kind of going into a new, a new reign of it. Um, and having like all that pressure, like in all honesty, like how do you guys 
like do it. I, I know because your, your parents are fucking badass. Right. That's like a big portion of it, like three thousand percent. But like, how do you guys like? How do you guys keep it together, man? And how do you guys just like kind of roll with the punches and kind of keep grounded, like in these times? That's, man, to be honest, that's pretty much like the whole portion is my parents. Like, yeah, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know, like what I was raised to do. Yeah, I'm just I'm just doing what I'm told pretty much. Like, my mom's raised me the way she has, and I'm just and my dad. I just tried to follow her orders, and then you know, and, and just. You know, do everything they told me. There's no one I trust more than my parents. You know, following my dad. Yeah, so we just been uh, I just been following everything they tell me to do, pretty much. <laughs> you know, I just you know, I think we're just like positive individual in general. You know, so it's kind of just trying to keep the vibes uplifted, good vibes. You know, just yeah. <laughs> trying to keep the stress off off the back and just just uh, just keep going. Yeah, no, awesome, man. Well, it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to see. It's amazing to see the progress, man. And I'm not saying that just because, like, I know you guys. Like, like every year, every year, I'm just like, man, the boys, the boys are probably gonna, you know, like life's gonna happen. They're probably gonna be a little bit of shift, you know, and like, you know. But every year, you guys like never cease to like amaze me, and that's like, I don't know. It's me. It's kind of like mind blowing, you know, and it's kind of like unreal. But like, because it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do, you know. And I think you guys do a good job in setting an example and. And also trying to be transitional as well and just trying to like figure out what you guys want to do, you know? Um, so, so one, it's like really cool to just see it happen. And, and, and I'm just grateful to be a part of like watching it, you know, but on this, on the flip side, you guys got the, you guys got the workshop going next week and you guys are going to be teaching, teaching a little bit of tech. What, what, what yeah. should we, uh, what should we be, uh, looking for a little bit of darces a little bit of mixture well, and stuff but what's the deal darces little leg pins some yeah, leg stuff pins. <laughs> so leg some pin and darcing that's probably yeah that's why we always work yeah it's that's probably what i think people want to see but yeah let us let us know if anybody uh wants something specific and we'll teach it but yeah darcy and leg pins that's all we've been doing recently okay sick so this, since that's what you guys been vibing on let's let's jam on that and on the, on the leg pin stuff what are we talking leg pin we're talking like we talking like leg lock entanglements, or are we just talking like a specific type of leg thing? It's like passing, passing system, stepping on the legs to pass, right? So yeah, immobilizing some their limbs so that you have all your three limbs and you know they're only using a few. That's kind of the goal. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel too much of it. We'll save it for next week, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty it. sure I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a, a ton of people tuning in just to watch it. So um, Sounds yeah, good. boys, let's end it, man. And if anything, you guys have a great day and. Um, that's it for today's episode guys please like subscribe and leave us a comment on all your favorite podcast channels thank you very much and see you guys next week